This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Not a flower. Many times through the years, I have joked about being a delicate flower. So generally, this is what I say when there's heavy lifting to be done and I don't want to do it, or when my husband's teasing me and I'm sort of trying to convince him to stop. I say it because it's funny, but it's only funny because everyone in my family knows it's not true. Now, I'm not a large person by any stretch of the imagination. I am a whopping five foot three over here and not exactly a weightlifter, so I do have definite physical limitations. There are feats I simply cannot perform and hand me a wide mouth jar and I'm helpless. I have to hand it straight to my husband. But I'm not delicate. I might look that way, but ask my family when it's moving day. I will heft more boxes over the course of the day than just about anyone. Where I come from, you might be small, but you work your rear off when there's work to be done. I have also long joked about my sensibilities. Now, to a certain extent, I admit it. I embrace naivety. There are quite simply things I never had a desire to expose myself to, and I still don't. But I'm also part of a world that doesn't agree with my sensibilities. I answered phones at an insurance office when I was in college. And occasionally I had a disgruntled client using some very colorful language. I could have chosen to be offended and was honestly quite shocked that someone would call a place of business and talk like that. But I decided then, too, I wasn't going to be a delicate flower about it. Because if I choose to be offended at everything offensive in the world, if I choose to let it affect me, rather than just lifting my chin and showing a better way, that I'm never going to get away from it, right? I'm always going to be offended. The Bible tells us time and again that offenses will come. The advice of Paul and Jesus? Just don't be the one by whom they come. Be better than that. In the Gospels, this instruction is about not leading others into sin, but I think it applies to our own minds, too. Don't let others lead us into the trap of always focusing on what they're doing. We need to focus on what we need to do. I read a book last year called The Coddling of the American Mind, which I had actually listened to. In this book, the author points out that many college-age students have the mistaken belief that they're fragile, that they need someone to step in and stop things whenever ideas are too challenging and cause them emotional distress, whenever they feel any slight or bias against them, whenever something might be construed as dangerous, not just to their physical bodies, but to their peace of mind. I think this is a pretty sad trend, but I can easily believe it. I don't know how many times in recent years I've heard someone saying they can't imagine letting their kids do, well, the things they did when they were the same age. Walk three blocks to an ice cream shop? Heavens no! Go adventuring through the countryside without an adult? Are you kidding? And yet, the world is safer now than it was 20, 30, 40, even 50 years ago. Crime rates are actually at an all-time low. But perception is something else entirely. We have it in our heads that we have to protect our kids from, well, everything. But studies have shown that when we do that, what we're teaching our kids is that they can't handle it. The world's out to get them that they're fragile, delicate flowers, and the world's just waiting to crush them. This is so untrue. 
It's untrue first because, frankly, people are just stronger than that. And especially if we have the Spirit of God inside us, lending us His strength on top of our own. What did Jesus tell us to do when someone hurts us? Not to run and hide. He told us to pray for them. When they attack us, turn the other cheek. When they won't accept our beliefs, shake the dust from our feet. Jesus told us not to be offended over every little thing, not to be delicate flowers. He told us to persevere. He told us to stand strong in him. He told us to face dangers and persecution for the sake of truth. That sounds pretty darn not delicate to me. No fragility here. Faith makes us stronger, not weaker, because we're grounded on the rock. I mean, I do want to keep my kids safe. Of course I do. But I also want them to be fully functioning adults someday, capable of standing strong in the face of the world. I want them to appreciate the beauty of flowers without thinking they are as fragile as those blooms. Frankly, I want them to see how stubborn some flowers are as they cling to the side of a cliff, flourishing in the most adverse of conditions. That means letting them take risks. It means teaching them that beliefs must be challenged if they're really going to understand why they believe them. It means knowing they don't have to choose to be offended just because something is offensive. They can choose to be bigger than that. They can choose to lift their chins and keep pressing on. There are abuses in the world, genuine, horrific ones. There are tragedies. There are crimes. But when we magnify every little thing to that level, all we're doing is teaching ourselves that we're more delicate than we are and taking away from what we really should be focusing on changing. We are stronger than we think we are. Our kids and grandkids are stronger than we often let them be. We are not flowers. Or, okay, maybe we are. But we're not the kind that flourishes in a meadow here today and gone tomorrow. If we're flowers, we're the hardier kind. Not delicate. Not fragile. We're the kind clinging to the solid rock. Beautiful in the face of the tempest. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.